0: Maybe you from the 1970s, when the Los Angeles Rams was known as the Prison Foursome because of that defensive line. Or maybe you in the city of St. Louis, the gateway to the Midwest, where the greatest show on turf brought home the first ever Super Bowl championship. Or maybe you in the here and now, with the Rams back in L.A., winners of Super Bowl 56. You can rock Eric Dickinson. You can rock Marshall, Fowl, Isaiah Bruce, and Kurt Warner. Or maybe you walk in Cooper Cup, Aaron Donner, Matthew Stafford. It doesn't matter, but when it comes to this, it's all about the Los Angeles Rams. Arms up, Rams house. Time to talk Rams football. Ladies and gentlemen, ladies and gentlemen, welcome to season four of Ramley Talk. Here on this Thursday, August 10th, it is good to be back to talk Rams football. For those of you who are new, I am the playmaker, Donnell Sillings. Like I said, this is season four of Rambly Talk. You know, season one was off to a good start. Felt good He finally do a, a podcast on my favorite team, the Los Angeles Rams. Season two, we went it all. Great season. Last season, terrible most losses by defending super bowl champions but i'm gonna get it all to that and you're looking at this season preview this is where because the preseason is right around the corner and uh since i don't really cover the preseason i go through the schedule week by week give you my thoughts what teams have done during the all season give you my picks and you see how the runs will do this upcoming season so this is where we at so you to have four of these episodes this month leading up to the regular season kicking off And speaking of kicking off the regular season, let me go ahead and get in here. Let's talk about what the Rams did this offseason, shall we? So, 5-12 last year, third in the MC West, most loss by a defending Super Bowl champion. When we won Super Bowl 56 over the Cincinnati Bengals. But most losses surpassing the uh, Denver Broncos in the 99 season, I want to say. 1999 season, 2000 season. it was a very tough year dealing with injuries, dealing with all types of stuff. Uh, Matthew Stafford completed 68% of his pass. He threw for over 2,000 yards. He was almost threw for 2,100 yards. Ten touchdowns, eight in the self, and a quarterback rating of 87.4 in only nine games. So he only played pretty much half the season for us before we shut him down. We ended up picking up Baker Mayfield for the last five games, completing 63.6% of his Passes for 850 yards, four touchdowns, two pizza in the five games that he played, leading Russia, Cam Akers, 100, 188 carries, 786 yards rushing with seven touchdowns, of course. Coming into last season, the triple crown wide receiver that was Cooper Cup, 75 catches, 812 yards, and six touchdowns, and the same amount of games that Matthew Stafford played, only nine. Um, as you can see here, that those of you who are watching on YouTube. We signed Wars Freeman. There's a reason why behind that we end up bringing in Demarcus Robinson from the Baltimore Ravens, Taylor Johnson from the Tampa Bay Buccaneers, Akito Witherspoon from the Pittsburgh Steelers, uh, uh, another cornerback we brought in is Vincent Gray from the New Orleans Saints, and we brought back just this, a couple of days ago, we just brought back safety John Johnson III, who was playing with the Cleveland Browns. Uh, he's back in the fold with us. Good to see him back. He took he took his talents to Cleveland for a while. Now he's back in the fold, which is good. But you see the departure list, those of you who are watching this on YouTube. Uh, we have Bobby Ratner for one season, He and who was the leader of the defense that one season for us last year. He goes back to Seattle. Uh, we trade Jalen Ramsey to the Miami Dolphins. Uh, Leonard Ford went off to Buffalo to join Von Miller. Quarterback John Wilford. He's in Tampa right now, fighting for that third slot, second slot between behind either Baker Mayfield or Kyle Trash over there in Tampa. Defensive tackle Ashawn Robinson, went to the New York Giants. Officer lineman, Chandler Brooke is he's going to Jacksonville, where I reside right now, in Jacksonville, Florida. He's with the Jaguars. Robert C. With a special team of Brandon Powers with the Minnesota Vikings. Taylor Rapp joined Leonard Ford. Out in Buffalo to rejoin with Von Miller. Officer lineman David Edwards is also in Buffalo. Uh, we lost Nick Scott in free agency to the Cincinnati Bengals. We bought back Tony Michelle, but he retired. And then we obviously quarterback Baker Mayfield off in a quarterback battle for the Tampa Bay Buccaneers right now. Uh, some notable draft picks over the offseason will be, you know, defensive end. Brian Young from Tennessee in the third round when we had our first pick. Great pick. Uh, he's a force down. He was a force down with the Volunteers, giving them presence off the edge, making it hard for teams to get off on them. We fired that up with the third round with a defense tackle, and Kobe, Kobe Turner, big clog in the middle for the wait for his Demi Dinkins when he was there. So we got some size. We got some speed on the, on the edges was what we need to help out with Aaron Donald who's going to be the leader of this defense with a very young core on with him and also Ernest Jones, who's been – I've been hearing the good things about Ernest Jones in, in training camp, so that's good to hear. And then the fourth-round pick, which is pretty shocking. We dropped the quarterback, Stetson Bennett, from the University of Georgia, the reigning defending national champion, Georgia Bulldogs quarterback. Um, nobody knew what he was going to bring to the table when he was at Georgia. He went through a lot of downs. For a while, but Kirby Smart gave him the opportunity. And when he gave him the opportunity, back-to-back national championships for the University of Georgia Bulldogs. So, as a Gator fan, I hate saying that, but if so we're going to keep it real. Stenson Bennett did his job down in Georgia, so it's interesting to see that he'll be backing up Matthew Stafford, who is a, also a fellow Georgia Bulldog. So, it's interesting to see how their relationship progresses during this time. Obviously, Matthew Stafford will be the starter for the Rams. But it will see if Stetson Bennett would be the second quarterback on the depth chart or would it be Bryce Perkins who is still with the Rams. It's going to be very interesting to look at and see what's going to happen. So I'm not too sure what's going on right now. But I do know this, and I do know this as I grab some stuff real quick, that what we got going on right now is very good. I'm ready to see how this rolls and whatnot. So. That's where we at right now For as the Rams go and what they do with this offseason. Uh, and then with that being said, we're going to take a quick break right here. And when we come back, we're going to get into our first two games of the regular season, both being division opponents. We'll be back. The playmakers bar is proudly sponsored by Fanatics. Fanatics, the number one shop where sports fans across the world love to get their sports gear and fend them all. A wide selection of gears from every league, including the NFL, MLB, NBA, NHL, the NCAA, and of course the WWE. Whether it is football, basketball, baseball, hockey, even soccer, golf—no matter what sport it is. Their sports appeal for every fan of every sports. Fanatics with Sports Sand Shop and Efficient License Everything. And welcome back to Ramley Talk, ladies and gentlemen. That is one of our sponsors, uh, Fanatics. Fishing License Everything with Fanatics. And right now, with football season coming up, get you some of the best deals and items. For tailgating right now. Barbecue grills and accessories with Fanatics. Fanatics has all your outdoor grilling. needs covered, whether you're a tailgating or just hanging with friends and family in the backyard. Show off your spirit with a wide selection of grills and barbecue accessories. Every sports enthusiast loves to boost, loves to boast about their favorite team. What better way to do it than with a favorite team logo grill cover and a matte apron and a three-piece barbecue set? Featuring a spatula, tongs, and two prawn forts. Grill, grill covers, grill sets, barbecue sets, aprons make a great gift for all fans. Get it now with Fanatics. The official license, everything with sports fans shop. Now that we are back on Ramley Talk, let me go ahead change it up here and get y'all ready for this because this is what we have going on here. This is season premiere season preview so i say weeks one through four as you see here you see the Seahawks, you see the 49ers you see the bankers and you see the coasts we're gonna start off with the first two games both being division rivalries out the gate ladies and gentlemen in week one the beloved los angeles Rams, they will take the trip to where the season ended last year that is the pacific northwest when we have to travel to take on the seattle seahawks now, to take on the Seattle Seahawks, you have to realize the Seattle Seahawks made a surprising jump from two years ago to what they did last year. 9-8, and eight, second in the division. There was a 7-seed in the M.C., defeated by the San Francisco 49ers in a wild card round. Geno Smith competed just about 70% of his passes, throwing for 4,282 yards, throwing 30 touchdowns to 11 interceptions, having a quarterback rating just under 101. He was the comeback player of the year, rightfully so. And then also to cap it off with it, the season and all season of Geno Smith, he had a three-year, $105 million contract extension. So he'll be the starting quarterback for the Seattle Seahawks moving forward, which is something that's nice to know. Uh, the leading runner was Kenneth Walker third, and his working campaign out of the, out of Michigan State. He carried the ball 228 times for 1,050 yards. He had nine touchdowns. He was a very important figure for the Seattle Seahawks. As when the Seahawks, Seattle can run the ball, that's when Seattle becomes dangerous, is when they run the ball. And they was able to do it just well enough with Kenneth Walker III to get him over 1,000 yards of rushing. And he had nine touchdowns. Of course, when it comes, when you look at the Seattle Seahawks, of course, you got to look at that Robert right duo of DK Metcalf and Tyler Lockett. Metcalf had a 90 catches. For 1,048 yards with six touchdowns. Title Lucky had 84 catches for 1,033 yards and nine touchdowns. In all season, as we, as I noted when we talked about the Rams, all pro linebacker Barbara Ratner will unite with the Seattle Seahawks. They gave an extension to kicker Jason Miles. They signed linebacker Devin Bush from Pittsburgh, safety Julian Love from the Giants, and defensive end. Draymond Jones from the Denver Nuggets. I Me mean from the Denver Broncos, not Nuggets. Sorry, my bad. Denver Broncos. The other departures. I come back to the draft. The other departures was guard Gabe Jackson, uh defensive end Shelby Harris, and defensive end Quentin J- Jefferson. Now they drafted a couple of names that is interesting here. Uh, first off, they drafted cornerback. Devon Witherspoon from Illinois, and those are who are fans of the Big Ten, you know about Mr. Witherspoon from Illinois, one of the top-rated corners coming out of the Big 10. one of the top corners coming back out in this draft. So they got a good one there. And you see how he had just from the Big Ten to the NFL and that one. is speaking of the Big Ten, that receiver duo of Matt Calvin Larkin might become a right receiver trio with the draft pick of Jackson Smith. Aniba from the Ohio State. One of the top rival receivers in the country last season and two seasons ago with the Ohio State Buckeyes. Great size, great route running ability, and great speed. He is, he is a force to be reckoned with. So it's going to be interesting to see how he handled the physicality that is the NFL. But not only the NFL, but the NFC West because the NFC West likes to play physical. So those of you who are 49ers Rams fans like myself or Cardinals fans, you know we like to play physical on the outside. So it's gonna be interesting to see how Smith knit but justice from the college level to the professional level. I have no doubt he'll be here. he should be able to adjust pretty well in my honest opinion. and that's gonna give Geno Smith another target. To go along with Metcalf and Lockett, which them two both went over a 1,000 yards last season. And having Smith and Nip on there, he he may be in for a breakout season, his rookie year. Just planting that out there, even though it's the Seahawks. Last season, the Seahawks swept the Rams. First meeting was in week 13 out in L.A. when the Seahawks won 27-23. And we faced off again, as I mentioned earlier, where our season ended. In week 18 in seattle when the Seahawks took it 1916 in overtime in seattle which got them the final spot in the playoffs because with they would have lost and what happened with the result between the detroit lions and the green bay packers on sunday night football detroit would have been in not seattle but seattle took care of business earlier that day by beating us 1916 in overtime so they didn't find a spot in the nfc playoffs before losing to the San Francisco 49ers. Now, here's the thing. We we ended our season there. We're beginning our season there. So far, no major injuries to the Seattle's. Our major injury is our wide receiver, Cooper Cup. That's about it right now. But he's day to day. He'll be fine. He's just going to miss the preseason, most likely, because our starters don't play preseason anyway. But he'll pass, miss the preseason, and be ready for week one, ready to go. Here's the thing. It's hard for us to win in Seattle. If you want to look at the history, if you want to look at the L.A. the short, the LA history of the Rams coming back, us going to Seattle doesn't bode well. You can go back to the St. Louis days. Us going to Seattle doesn't bode well. Now, recently, before last season, we've been whooping on Seattle. We gave them the worst home loss they ever had. And when we had when we had Jared Goff and Todd Gurley in our backfield, when Todd Gurley went off like three, four touchdowns, I believe, just torching the, the Seattle Seahawks. I like them days are long behind us. It's like the days of the Legion of Boom is long behind the Seattle Seahawks. Where everything the Seahawks has done, and they get to open themselves at home. But remember, they opened up at home last year on a Monday night when Russell Wilson came back with the Denver Broncos. They won that game. Now they get to open up their season at home again against a division rivalry, against a team that they want to take control back from, like they did last season when they swept us. That's what they're gonna want to do. They want to come out and send a message that we are not a one-hit wonder team. Last year was not a fluke. We are coming back to where we need to be at. Is what Pete Carroll and the Seattle Seahawks are trying to do. They paid Geno Smith, so Geno Smith is a happy man going in that locker room. You bring back Bobby Ratner, the leader and soul of that team, before he came to the Rams. He gets to get his role back to being that leader and the soul of that team on that defense. You got Tyler Lockett. You got Matt Cal. You got yourself a running back with Walker III, and now you are bringing in a good Robinson from college in Ohio State and Smith Nibba. I'm going to be honest, to my Rams fans out there, this one goes to Seattle. We're going to start off the season 0-1. I don't see, I don't see us starting out gonna win in Seattle after we lost there. With everything we've been through, we're gonna work kinks out, work everything out. We're not gonna be ready. We're gonna take an L. All right. So that's week one. We are on one. Going down to week two, we come home for the home opener, and it's the San Francisco 49ers. Let's get into it, shall we? Cuz you know where I'm going. 13 and 4 last season, NFC was champions, second in the NFC behind the Philadelphia Eagles. Defeated the Seattle Seahawks in the Wild Card round, defeated the Cowboys in the Divisional round before being defeated by the Eagles in the NFC Championship game. Jimmy Garoppolo completed 67% of his passes throwing for over 2400 yards with 16 touchdowns for in the season with a 103 quarterback rating in 11 games. The rest of them games went to Brock Purdy, who came in from missile relevant to being irrelevant, completing 67% of his passes, throwing up for 1,374 yards, 13 touchdowns, four interceptions, with a quarterback rating 107.3. And that's just in nine games. In the 11 games, McCaffrey played last year, especially with the 49ers after being traded to the 49ers from Carolina, 159 carries, 746 yards, and six touchdowns. By the way, the last time we faced the San Francisco 49, Christian McCaffrey threw for one, ran for one, and caught one. Just to remind Rams fans. Debo Samuel, the Ram killer, Debo Samuel. That's I said it a ram killer. 42 carries, 232 yards rushing, three touchdowns. He also had 56 receptions for 632 yards and two touchdowns. But the leading receiver, because the Swiss Armored Knight, that is Debo Sam. so the lead receiver became Brandon Ayuk, who has 78 receptions for 115 yards and a touchdown. George Kittle had a third par year, according to his standards, but George Kittle was effective when he needed to be effective with 60 catches, 765 yards, and 11 touchdowns. Now, you talking about they brought in Sam Darnold, They brought in defensive tackle Giovanna Hargraves from the Philadelphia Eagles, and they brought in defensive end. Kellen Philel from the Las Vegas Raiders departure defensive coordinator D'Amico Dem, Ryan's, who is the head coach of the Washington is the Houston Texans right now. Excuse me, uh, quarterback Jimmy Garoppolo who left San Fran for at Las Vegas, offensive tackle Mike McGlinchey who's in Denver now, and cornerback Jimmy War who went with D'Amico Ryan's to the Houston Texans. As it states right now, Defensive Player of the Year, Nick Bosa, is not with the team. He's holding out for a new contract. Bad news for them. Good news for the San Francisco 49ers. Bart Purdy was cleared for all football activities. So he's in camp doing everything he can between him, Trey Lance, and Sam Donner for the starting rights for the San Francisco 49ers. And now, Ram fans, y'all already know this because we go through it. For the fourth consecutive season in a row, we were swept by the San Francisco 49ers. In week four, being beaten down 24-9 to nine in San Francisco on the Monday night football. And then in week eight, out in Los Angeles, losing 31-34. And that's the game I'm talking about when Chris McCaffrey ran for a touchdown, threw for a touchdown, and caught a touchdown. The Niners have beaten the Rams in eight straight regular season games, four season sweeps. But if you ask any San Francisco fan or any San Francisco player, the Rams hold something over them that none of these eight does. And that's beating the San Francisco 49ers in an NFC championship game two years ago out in L.A. When the Rams defeated them to go to the Super Bowl, which was in L.A. and defeated the Cincinnati Bengals. So, we're here again. Don't know who's going to be the starting quarterback for uh, the San Francisco 49ers. And at this point, I don't think it really matters. Either. I'm just keeping playing it and simple and real with my uh, rounds fans and all my listeners. Because if anybody that knows me, they know I speak it real. And for me to speak it real is simply this. When it comes to the regular season, Kyle Sandy hand owns Sean McVay. Debo Sammy is the Ram killer. And now they got Christian McCaffrey. And i don't expect Joyce Kidd another soap part year like he did there last year. So unfortunately, when the game, when a home opener in Los Angeles happens, I think we take a nail. I'm giving this one to the San Francisco 49ers, making it nine straight wins over the Los Angeles Rams because we can't simply just beat this team for whatever reason. We can't do it. We just can't beat, we can't beat the 49ers, and I'm sorry. I speak where I speak facts. I know a lot of my Rams fans gonna get mad, gonna get at me. But I got to speak truth to power. We just can't beat the San Francisco 49ers. So with that being said, we're going to take a break here. And then when we come back, we're going to dive into the weeks 3 and 4. That includes a primetime game on the road. We'll be back. The Playmakers Blog is sponsored by Paramount Plus. Paramount Plus, mountains of entertainment. So much, so much to stream, from shows and movies you can only catch here on Paramount Plus. Whether it be from CBS, DET, Comedy Central, Liquid Loading, and so much more. The new home of Showtime. Watch Showtime original series, movies and sports when you sign up for Paramount Plus with Showtime. Cast exclusive originals from Paramount Plus such as Star Trek, Strange Wars, The Family Stallones, Halo, and so much more. You also can stream live sports like NFL on CBS, the UEFA Champions League, the Masters, and the SEC on CBS. Paramount Plus, you can stream up to three devices when you create an account. So Paramount Plus, plan starts at $5.99. So if you hit that link below, you can get a free trial. Paramount Plus, mountains of entertainment. And ladies and gentlemen, welcome back to Ramley Talk. Yeah, shout out to Paramount Plus. Those of you who haven't had Paramount Plus, I highly suggest get Paramount Plus. Like you said in that very commercial that y'all watch, stream live shows. Uh you can watch original shows. You can go back and watch shows from CBS, MTV, BET. I mean, they got it. For most of the favorite shows that come on those, you can go back and watch all of them. I've been doing this, I have been doing it. And you can catch live regional sports as well. So NFL on CBS, SEC on CBS, um, uh, the Big Ten on CBS, what's gonna be happening right now. March Madness. Everything you like when it comes to the CBS world is on Paramount Plus. So get it. Show the link is in the show notes. Click on it, get you a free trial, try it out as the football season approaches. And then just you can go with a simple six dollars. It's simply six dollars a month for Paramount Plus. You can't you can't beat that, okay? Now that we got that out the way, we're gonna get back to it now. Just to recap. I have us on two right now. We open up the season against at Seattle and home to the 49ers. That's gonna be two tough games coming out the gate with, especially after what we went through. And uh, I think we lose both games on that in that regard. Now moving on, we in week three. Week three is our primetime game, ladies and gentlemen. But it's on the road and it's against the Cincinnati Bengals, ladies and gentlemen. As a rematch of Super Bowl Fifty Six, but instead of being in L.A., is in the Queen, is in the Queen City, of Cincinnati, the Jungle. Cincinnati Bengals finished last season twelve and four, winners of the NFC North, the AFC North. Third in the LC, where they defeated the Baltimore Ravens in the wildcard round, defeated the Buffalo Bills in the divisional round on the road before being defeated by the Kansas City Chiefs in the LC championship game, who Kansas City went off to beat the Philadelphia Eagles to win Super Bowl 57. Joe Burrow last season completed 68% of his passes, throwing for 44, throwing for 4475 yards. In that case, for those of you who don't realize, 4,475 yards, 35 touchdowns of to the 12 in the substance, but a quarterback rating just under 101. Joe Minson, the lead back for the Bengals. 210 carries, 814 yards, 7 touchdowns. The Robinson deal with Jamar Chase and T Higgins. Always a a problem to deal with. Jamar Chase, 87 catches, 1,046 yards, and 9 touchdowns. T Higgins, 74 receptions for 1,029 yards and 7 touchdowns. The Bengals bring in offensive tackle Orlando Brown Jr. from the Kansas City. Obviously, they got... Safety Nick Scott from the Raleigh rounds and they also bring in tight end Er Smith Jr. from the Minnesota Vikings. However, they did lose both defensive backs and Von Bell, who went to Carolina, and J.C. Bates, who went to the Atlanta Falcons. They lose backup running back Samaje Ryan to the Denver Broncos, and they lost starting t- starting tight end Hayden Hurst to the Carolina Panthers. The big question right now: Joe Burrow, because Joe Burrow is dealing with that calf injury. That he suffered, and listen to most former players talk about this injury. Normally, it's eight weeks for that calf to feel right. So, and Jamar Chase, I came out when they asked about when does he, when do he want Joe Burrow back. He said he don't mind waiting to week five to get Joe back because he wants Joe Burrow at a hundred percent, not seventy, not eighty, not eighty-five, not ninety, not ninety-five. He wants his star quarterback at 100%. So if it takes the week five to do it, he is all well good for it in week five. And that's the case. We played him in week three. Now, as you notice, the last meeting was Super Bowl 56 when the Rams won 23-20 in Los Angeles as the Rams brought home a championship to the city of Los Angeles in football. The last regular season meeting between the two took place in 2019, week eight out in LA when the Rams won twenty-four to ten. And that was I believe that was Joe Burrow's rookie year. They didn't have Jamar Chaston. They didn't have they didn't have what they have right now. So I think Joe Burrow was coming into his own in that season before he got injured with an AC with a ACL injury, I believe it was. But nevertheless, they didn't bowl well for the Bengals that time. And then you know, two years later we meeting in the Super Bowl, Rams won that one. Now we meet again two years later out in Cincinnati on a Monday night football game, prime time action. And ladies and gentlemen, I have the Rams taking their first W on the road. But the unknown status of Joe Burrow, don't know who the backup quarterback is for the Bengals at the moment in time. I should I probably should know that. I do apologize for not. But with that being said, I do believe the Rams get off the snide, they go to the Queen City on a Monday night, they handle business, and they get their first W on the year, which puts us at 1-2 and two to start the season. Okay, And then we stay on the road for week four as we leave Cincinnati, and then we head to Indianapolis to take on the Indianapolis Colts. Uh, this should be an interesting one because the Colts, ladies and gentlemen, finish the season 4 and. 12 on the year, or 4 and 13 on the year, sorry, 4 and 13 on the year, finished third in the ALC South. Matt Ryan completed 67% of his passes, threw for over 3,000 yards with 14 touchdowns and 13 inceptions, and had a quarterback rating just below 84. The leading rusher was Jonathan Taylor with 192 carries, 861 yards, and only four touchdowns in 11 games due to injury. Leading Robert receiver is Michael Pittman Jr. with 99 receptions for 925 yards and four touchdowns. Now the, round, now, the Colts picked up kicker Matt Gay from us, which is a heartbreaking one. They bring in defensive end Sam Ebakin from the San Francisco 49ers and formerly known as the Rams. Rob receiver Isaiah McKenzie from the Buffalo Bills. Robert receiver Bashar Perriman from the Tampa Bay Buccaneers. They lose line by Bobby Okuke who's going to the New York Giants, and they traded cornerback Stephon Gilmore to the Dallas Cowboys. And they released Matt Ryan, who is not nowhere to be found right now. He's not on the roster. The main pick from the Indianapolis coast is the fourth pick of the first round. Quarterback Anthony Richardson from the University of Florida. That's going to be interesting to see. I will say words from Indianapolis camp that Anthony Richardson is killing it. He's surprising people with his arm strength. It's not the arm strength that's the problem from Anthony Richardson. Remember, uh, I am a full gator fan, so I can tell you. We need accuracy. With the flick of a wrist, Anthony Richardson can launch the ball 60 yards. Just a flick of the wrist, it can go 60 yards without even him trying to throw. That's not the problem. We want to see the accuracy. If there's a tight window, can you put it in a spot where only your receiver can catch it? That's going to be what we need to see from Anthony Richardson. Can you place the ball where only your receiver can make the play and the defensive back is just helpless? To put it mildly, helpless. So they have, they drafted quarterback Anthony Richardson. They have a new head coach. Uh, From the Philadelphia Eagles, the offensive coordinator. His name escapes me right now. Uh, If I I don't have his name in my head right now, I'm pretty sure somebody will tell me. But we got to see accuracy. We got to see he has the mobility. There's no question about it. Okay um leading up to the draft people asked me who i would compare entity richardson with and i'm sitting here thinking like so they, you just got the officer coordinator from Philadelphia your new head coach and if my thinking is correct he's going to be closer to Jalen hurts than anybody else they're trying to say was he lamar jackson no if anything Anthony Richardson should be more like Jalen hurts they're going to be questioned about your passing ability and it's not because of your your strength it's because you're not accurate with the ball most of the time and then you go back and look at the floor of the games you can see why he was not accurate it's not the problem of throwing power or how far he can throw it or whatnot it's just the accuracy which is a major key when playing a quarterback position so how does x degree go so he might struggle weak he might most like he's probably going to play unless they go to sam uh i believe is sam ellinger from texas but if they go into the bridge he's going to struggle he, his rookie season, because he got to work on accuracy. Accuracy just don't come overnight. Then, if he can stick to it and work on it and be like a Jalen Hurts, year two, year three, he might find himself in the MVP running. If the team builds around him, which seemingly they don't know how to do, because they did Andrew Luck but still be playing. But nevertheless, if they build around him, he might can get them to a deep playoff run, maybe a Super Bowl berth like Jalen Hurts did with the Philadelphia Eagles this past year. But we should see because another problem the coach got, as you see second to last line, Jonathan Taylor's not with the team. He's holding out. And as it currently as it stands right now, there's no end in sight right now. Especially when you got an owner like Jim Ursay, who said what he said, which he wasn't lying to be completely honest, but the fact that you said it out to the public is very disrespectful. But nevertheless, he said it, and Jonathan Taylor ain't standing for it. So, Jonathan Taylor is nowhere to be found in Indianapolis right now, so we shall see how long this goes. The last meeting with the Indianapolis Colts happened in 2021, week two, when we beat the Indianapolis Colts and Indianapolis, 27-24. That's when Carson Wentz was the quarterback, and he sprained both his ankles in that game, getting tackled by Aaron freaking Donald. Nevertheless. Ladies and gentlemen, the Rams go back-to-back wins. So we go from 0-2 to 2-2 to start the year, as you can see, for the Rams. We're going to start off 0-2 in the, against both division rivals. It just That's how they made the schedule. We're going to Seattle. I can't see us winning that one. San Fran has a hold on us. I don't know why when it comes to the regular season. We just can't get past San Francisco, so that puts us at 0-2. But injury to Joe Burrow, hurts the Bengals. We take advantage of that, and we don't know what's going to happen with the Indianapolis Colts. Nobody has any phase of what the Colts are going to do. So we'll take that one, and then we'll start off the season two and two through four weeks. So that's a good start, given how the schedule is. Uh, we take two losses to the Division Rivals, but bounce by the win. Two more, two and two going into week four. One quarter, one quarter of the season through. Not bad. Especially after how we started last year, getting a good win, getting, getting getting the momentum going into week five. So, that will do it for this edition of Ramly Talk. I thank everybody for tuning in. Thank you for watching. As we get ready to sign off here, if you could please uh, follow, subscribe on all podcast directories. Whether it be Apple, Google, Spotify, Stitcher, iHeartRadio, Amazon Music. Uh, you can go to our youtube channel which will be in the show notes as well click on that subscribe to our youtube channel follow our website subscribe to our website because we're going to keep everything up to date we keep bringing articles out blog posts out as we can a lot going on here with the playmakers blog so i appreciate all the support and everything that y'all do next week ladies and gentlemen next week get prepared let's see if i can get this If I can give you this picture real quick as we are going to preview weeks five through nine, ladies and gentlemen. That's right. You heard me. We're going to preview weeks five through nine because look here, our barbie's in week 10. So it's best to go ahead and get those five games out the way for a previewing wise and then come back with the final eight games on the last two episodes. So, See, if I can get. Show you what, what you can look forward to when it comes to our second episode of Remy Talk, season four, right now. Do this. Uh, there you go. We have the Eagles, the Cardinals, the Steelers, the Cowboys, and the Packers for weeks five through nine before we hit our bye week. So there you go. That's what we got. Until then, ladies and gentlemen, I am the Playmaker signing off. I will catch y'all next Thursday for more Rambly Talk season pr- season preview. Y'all have a good one. Thank you for tuning in to Rambly Talk. Ramblin' Talk is sponsored by Fanatics Lids and Paramount Plus. Get your favorite sports appeal with Fanatics or Lids, and get great streaming service with Paramount Plus. If you want to donate to the program, you can donate to us via Cash App. Dollar sign D Playmakers. That is again dollar sign D Playmakers. And remember, you can follow and subscribe to Ramblin' Talk on all podcast directories, including Apple, Google, Spotify, Amazon Music, and YouTube. And those of you who are on Apple, leave us a great review, leave comments on how you feel about Rambly Talk in the episode that you listen to. Tune in again next time for more Rambly Talk hosted by the Playmate.